I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, Steve! You change your filthy animal. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the podcast to start off with i want to give a big shout out to my main man christopher i'm sure you're listening christopher as promised i'm getting this out as soon as i possibly can so that you can enjoy it down in the hospital and you can send it on uh, to your friends and family and all that kind of stuff and they can hear you on the podcast uh, thanks for having me around today for the rest of you who are listening, this is a special edition because it is for the Temple Street Children's Hospital. I know I've been banging on about this gig at Vicar Street, but there's a reason why we're all doing this gig. And um, it is for a very special cause. So this episode is to tell you all a little bit more about the work that children, children, uh, Temple Street Children's Hospital do. Today, we were very lucky and very privileged to be able to go down and to visit the hospital. We got to visit uh, some of the patients and say hello to some of the gang down there. And uh, we got to see the work that they do. It was uh, a brilliant day. The vibe down there is amazing. A shout out to all the doctors and the nurses and all the staff there that do the amazing work that they that they do. It's a really happy place and the kids are inspirational. Kids are going through some really difficult times, but they, they just get up and they get on with it and they still bring a smile to your face and they're genuinely inspirational. The reason why this fundraiser in Vicar Street, this gig in Vicar Street on June the 15th is really important is because all the money from that goes towards the hospital. Now... I know some of you might be thinking, sure, is that not what we pay for in our taxes, etc., etc.? The government pays for a certain amount of stuff in the hospital, and it's kind of like the day-to-day running of it. So they pay the people's wages and the staff um, and the, the general medicine costs and all that kind of stuff. But in order to be better and in order to be able to look after the amount of kids that Temple Street uh, have to look after, um, <clears throat> you need update of new equipment, you need new facilities, you need new... Uh, they, they literally have built in the past few years like new hospital wings, a new ICU unit, uh, intensive care unit and things like that. And all that kind of stuff, uh, the only way that they can get the money for that is uh, by uh, fundraising and raising money. Um, I don't know the statistics here. I'm sure Angie's going to tell you later on. But yeah, over 147,000 sick children from all over Ireland are treated in Temple Street every year. And if you were to go into the place, you'd see that it's not that big of a hospital. It's not huge. But um, 
children children are the future and uh, it's really important that they get the best medical care that they can I know there's always a controversy going on in the news at the moment about building the new uh, children's hospital that's going to be a state of the art like the best they're going to they're, they're talking about it being the best children's hospital in the world but that's still another few years away yet and in the meantime it's still important to be raising funds for Temple Street Children's Hospital so you're going to hit fear like it's not a particularly long podcast you're going to hear a few uh, bits and pieces and um, I'm going to hand it over to Angie to start off with Angie McNulty an amazing woman who has been organising this gig uh, for I think she said nearly 15 years now she's been bringing comedians to Vicar Street uh, selling the place out to raise money for Temple Street Children's Hospital so let's start off with Angie it's, re- it's recording you, you can call it out now Angie's, <laughs> Angie's giggling straight away because my <laughs> I don't have a coloured theme or anything like that if you've seen what I was looking at <laughs> at this moment in time thank god it's a podcast go on it's a, well, <laughs> well no you can call or maybe it. it's not I don't know I've got a lovely uh, basically I've got a lovely orange top I would call it tangerine tangerine and, tangerine. A, and a tangerine microphone cover yeah. as well <laughs> you know them foamy microphones yeah it's tangerine I, I should have brought a blue one for your hair. That your hair is cool. What color would you? It would blue wash. Is it? Is that what you're calling it? I would call it maybe um, kind of. Would it be bluey gray? Kind of like yeah, hockey or there's definitely, or there's definitely a bit of there's a bit of purple going unicorn? on. Unicorn, blue unicorn. Yes, unicorn. I love unicorn. Unicorn hair, ladies and gentlemen. This is Angie McNulty here, unicorn head, who has very kindly uh, brought myself, Fred Cook, and Julie J going around Temple Street Children's Hospital today. Thank you so much for having us. Absolute uh, pleasure having the crew along it today. Was, it was it was fantastic, and uh, yourself and John brought us around the hospital. Tell us a little bit about the foundation. Uh, you were saying there you're you're doing this now eighteen years. Absolutely, I'm working in Temple Street um, eighteen years, so it's kind of like a vocation now, for the yeah. want of a better word. Um, I suppose you can't stop caring for sick kids and. The team at Laugh Out Loud, this will be our 15th year, our annual comedy event. And um, it's lovely to be able to show the comedians involved what it's all about. Um, They do take a vested interest in the project. Uh, They do come on board out of the goodness of their hearts. And they come every year before the gig and travel around and meet the parents and the kids. And... um, the nurses and the doctors and all the team in Temple Street. So you were playing FIFA earlier on. I know, it was brilliant. I mean, I got, I got embarrassed, let's be honest about you. I got, Christopher hammered me. It's only 40 minutes gone in the game and I was 2-0 down already. But um, oh, it was fantastic. What ri- team were you? Uh, I was Liverpool. Because he's a Liverpool fan and he still picked Man City. Anyway, it's not like a, He was being kind to you. He was being very kind to me. But um, yeah, so how did you originally get involved? In Temple Street. Well, yeah, and, and in, in particular with the with the LOL department. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I have a fabulous uh, friend, Devan Kenny, and um, the Lisa Richards Agency, obviously, uh-huh. who look after Ireland's finest um, artists. Ivan uh, would be a good friend of mine. Right, and okay. we, we spoke closely together a number of years ago. Right. And we decided to reach out to the comedians. And um, we're at it. 
15 years 15 later. Years, got yeah, booking Vicker Street for 15 years. Booking Vicker Street for 15 years it's and amazing. raising, I suppose, the event to date has raised in excess of 200,000 right. for the hospital. So it's, it's unreal. It's amazing. To put that into context for people who don't understand, as John was explaining to us earlier on, the general running of the hospital, people's wages, etc., etc., is funded by the government. But anything outside of that we have to get money from elsewhere is the kind of is the thing so that 200,000 has literally gone and built specific sections of the hospital hasn't it um yes absolutely what what we would do is um we would normally pick a vital piece of life-saving equipment each year so you were in intensive care earlier on and the patient monitors that you were looking at and the incubators the, the comedy gig would have funded various pieces of vital life-saving uh, piece of equipment mm. um, through its events over yeah. the number of years. So I suppose there's a little piece of comedy in every war, ward uh-huh. or department in the hospital. So no matter where you walk through, you'll see a little piece of comedy. After all, sure, isn't laughter the best medicine? Absolutely. So and it's very much, a, very much a part of the whole vibe of the hospital. You go into each ward and each room Big, it's like a big family, isn't it? It's like a big family. We're a home away from home. We look after kids from all over Ireland, not just um, the city centre. Statistically, yes, our emergency department, our A&E department is one of the busiest in Europe statistically. That's right, yeah. But, um, yeah, we have kids from all over Ireland. Um, they come for dialysis. We have children that have arrived to us and they're only a few weeks old and they're still with us two years later. Yeah. So it is really a home away from home for many families all over Ireland. And it has to feel like that for, for families because parents are sleeping the night and, you know, that's not necessarily, you know, that's that's tough on them as well, sleeping sleeping a rough basically next to the bed sometimes. Well, you've seen it yourself. Yeah, we, yeah. we went into one of the wards um Earlier on, <laughs> God bless poor, poor Dada. daddy. Oh, poor fella. This poor daddy sprawled across the bottom of the bed with the young lad in the, at the top of it. The young lad and was and watching mammy his at the other side. Yeah, of it, yeah, so that's yeah. the way it was. Yeah, yeah. And he was out for the count, bless him. But sure, that's the way it goes. And so it's all a big the the Temple Street um, event down in Vicar Street as well is um, is a big family occasion as well. All the doctors and the nurses and the security men and all that come out as well. I'd say quarter of your room on the night okay. <laughs> would be temple really? people. Okay. Yeah, the will, right. the will of course, yeah. That's fantastic. They actually can't wait for it. It's kind of a big event on the on the calendar for the for the staff. Um it's a good night out. Oh it's a great you know? night out. Departments gather together. It's a great night out for friends and mm. family and stuff like that. And it's a lovely way of supporting the hospital. Yeah. Is there any goals for this year in particular that you're tr- are you trying to reach a target with the fundraising at this point or do you have to you have a set fundraising target every year we have a set fundraising target every year but what you'd love to do like we we will raise between five and eight million this year for temple street that's the plan of attack um and we will fund various projects throughout the hospital oh my god we have lots of needs and wants you know uh, equipment changes on a daily basis and knowledge and the whole job lot so yeah, flat out. Will this feed into uh, when the big children's hospital eventually, as we we're talking about, we don't know when it's going to be finished. Does this still all feed into that? Does that co- continue to keep going? I suppose not necessarily this, but uh, we're looking forward to a new yeah, hospital. Yeah. Um, but it's all about the here and now and caring for the children here and now. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's our primary focus at Temple Street. Listen, thank you so much for having us today. I'm delighted to have been able to come down. June 15th, tickets are available on vicarstreet.com. 
Uh, tickets are available on Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster, yeah. Dot I-E. Um, yeah, 15th of June, 8.30. Tickets are available on Ticketmaster.ie. Ticketmaster.ie. Get your tickets now. It's a fantastic night out. Thank you so much for You're having us welcome. today. And uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We got to meet all sorts of people throughout the day. Uh, shout out to John, who brought us around the whole hospital, showing he knows every nook and cranny of that hospital, the history of the building, um, and uh, he was great crack as well. I, I'm, I do hope, John, that you will be getting up on stage on June the 15th and doing doing five minutes of, of lols yourself. I'm sure you have it in you. Um, but one of the brilliant people that I got to meet was Christopher Uh Christopher is great crack and he taught me a thing or two on FIFA. So what you're going to hear next is myself and Christopher playing the PlayStation and uh, commentary from the wonderful Julie J. Thanks for coming along. And here is me and Christopher playing some PlayStation. That me, So is it still boxes to tackle and long pass? I'm going to be Man City to be fair. Oh, that, well, I'm not being Arsenal, no way. Yeah, exactly. See that? Changing the. I, I never thought I'd see that. Yeah. Actually, Chris, I thought you were in Liverpool. Yeah, well, I'm going to be Liverpool now. I'm going to be Man City. Salah. Do, 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 do. And when uh, you have all the top range players, well, when it goes. When you start playing. What's it called, the thing where they kick the ball? Kick off. Julie, give off. Kick off. We're going to start recording. They record me in like a. Ooh. Is you, this like practice? Will I get banned from the... Ha- yeah, this is while it's while it's loading. You do a bit of practice. Okay, okay here we go. Oh, is, it the, okay. is that still to pass and that's to shoot? That's pass, that's shoot, shoot triangle, square, yeah, yeah. long ball. That's, that's a true ball, square. Yeah, and is that that's still, true, is that's still that's sprinting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's very nice of Christopher now to help you out. I hope to do that again. Now, One, it's... One, two, two, three... three. Who is Records. proper? Uh, you, you've got okay, me on a uh, half. Christopher in the blue. He's doing a bit of dribbling. Passing to another man. Oh, in here, the blue. this is too fast. Another man in the blue. This is all looking good for the blues. Virgil van Zyke, mate. We've got Liverpool. There's always a bit of a. Oh, here we go. Salah. Oh, Salah. Oh, Salah. Oh, 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 Salah. Tough going. Oh. That was a catch. Come on, David Silva. The goal of this game is to get it in the net. That's what I'm told. <laughs> yeah. You can't use your hands, just the feet. Yeah. And it's the not rails. the it's not the Kerry football. Unfortunately, now go Stephen Salah, go Salah. still has the ball, which is not Salah's on. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Stephen. To be fair, <laughs> am I not allowed to win? To be fair, Stephen. <laughs> even I would have got that. Yeah, to be fair, it was now pretty Stephen's poor. Stephen's gonna do the whole thing of I'm Cal- deliberately playing bad because it's against the <laughs> child, but we all know he's Christopher's got. <laughs> I am absolutely. Christopher has a great uh, possession game here. He's like uh, Pep Guardiola. He knows his tactics yeah. very well. He's through on goal here. It's a one-on-one. Just a fu- <gasps> Oh, go on, Christopher. Yeah. Yeah. one down. Yeah. 1-0. What is the keeper up to this Liverpool team? A rubbish. <laughs> Joking. Sterling scoring City against his old club. Against the Controversial. Go on, Sterling. I don't believe what this. What a goal. Go on, Sterling. Stephen's going to say he let him have that goal. <laughs> yeah. Tell me not what happened there. Yeah, that was, that was good play. Oh, wow. Stephen's genuinely. We're coming back for revenge. Oh. Come on, Robinson. Back to the blues. Oh, wow. What a ball. What a ball. Oh, what a save by Alisson. What a save. I know I've only been... What a shot by Sammy. 
Oh, oh no, oh no, oh no, he's through again. Oh, oh wow, save again. Thank Alison. Alison just saved Liverpool there. I'm losing weight here. Whew. Sweating. All, I'm sweating. All losing weight. <laughs> this is oh, 2-0 save. 2-0. I think I have to go with 2-0. Christopher hammered me. I think he has a hamstring injury. Hamstring injury. Hammered on. Fair play to you, well played. He's getting very upset. Christopher, thank you so much. You're an absolute champ. You're a legend. I've learned a lot. Good luck in the Thank rest you of the season. Thank you so much. <laughs> Best of luck with the Liverpool. And I hope you, I hope you win on Saturday night, Champions League, because I'm an Arsenal fan and we hate Spurs. So Arsenal's crown. Thank you very much. <laughs> Another brilliant person that we got to meet in Temple Street was the the wonderful, the lovely Teresa Kearns. Now Teresa and I go way back to basically when I was born. <laughs> Teresa is my aunt. And uh, I knew she'd been working there for a long time, but I never really knew what she actually did. Turns out, John and Angie told me that she's actually a very important person in there. She's, I think she's the, uh, the head director of nursing or something like that. Although in, in this segment, uh, she says that she's a site manager as well. But um, the guys were saying she's a lot more than that. But it was uh, amazing to sit down with trees. And, and uh, I suppose you'll get a, bit, a little bit of gossip on a younger Stephen uh, Mullen as well. But it was great to sit down with my aunt. Teresa Kearns. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we are now in the boardroom of Temple Street Children's Hospital. Sorry, am I speaking too loud? My my aunt here, sit down. My aunt here has given out to me, going, shut up, keep the noise down. I'm doing no such thing, Stephen. Um, I just want to turn up the volume on this. So, we're in this fantastic situation where I, I only found out what your job is in here today. A Teresa, Teresa. <laughs> Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. So we went up to the ICU and we were down. I just got hammered by Christopher in uh, FIFA and all that kind of crack as well. But tell us what you do here. You're you're, you're in here on a day off. I'm in here on my day off on a meeting. Um, and I'm one of the site managers, which right. makes it sound a bit like a building site. Yeah. But um, basically, I do, when everyone else goes home, I run the place. You run the so place. So we do... At night time, basically. And in the evening time. Yeah. Now, we're here all, all the time, all during the day as well, but there are managers on the wards and everywhere. So you're in charge of exactly everything that's happening in all the wards, down to every fine detail? or Down to the block toilets and wow. everything. Right. So, Any problems, yeah. they go to you? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So how long have you been working here? Since 1999. So 20 <sighs> years, yes. Goodness me. So, and so you've seen massive changes here in uh, that time. Oh, yeah. 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 So we were yeah. up in the in the in the ICU unit that was uh, it's twelve years built now they yeah. were saying yeah um, and that like that didn't even exist before no that's a new build um, and well obviously you've seen it it's pretty amazing and yeah. the work that's done there is it's stunning quite incredible yeah. state of the art yeah. Um, yeah incubators that can now like f- if for uh, for kids who are premature like up as far as like uh, twenty weeks now they can survive isn't that kind of a thing and stuff like whereas ten years ago yeah no, that wouldn't have happened that wouldn't have happened at all yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and so what's on, what's on your agenda for when you come into Friday? What happens? You come and do the night shift? No, I'm in at half seven in the morning. All right. So, yeah, start at half seven in the morning and work until half eight at night. Right. So it's a long day. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, it just you never know what, what's going to happen. Yeah. You're, you, you love, I mean, we're blessed, because as Teresa is my aunt, right, with my little one, <laughs> we're blessed that we never have to come in here, because poor, <laughs> poor old Teresa has to take a few text messages and phone calls to see what's going on. But uh, is there any, not nothing high end, but what's the most common thing that you get young kids coming in with? Like, I've heard you've had some, like, falls and breaks. And all, that's quite common, is it? Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of it's seasonal. The wintertime, you get yeah. a lot of chest stuff. And then when, um, you know, a bright sunny day and it's the school holidays and you know you're going to get the 
the lacerations on the kids off the trampolines and all that kind of stuff. Broken bones and all yeah, that kind of crack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I suppose part of it is you never know what's going to come through the door. What's your favourite part of the job? That's a hard. Uh, the children. Just dealing with the kids. Definitely, John yeah. was saying that as well, and it is amazing to go around and meet these little people that are struggling with what they're struggling with, and they just make you smile. They're, yeah. they're getting on with it, aren't they? It certainly makes you put your own life in perspective. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Is it exhausting? Um, can be sometimes, but it's, you know, there's a great atmosphere here. You probably sense that when you were walking around the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's just this amazing atmosphere and it's different to adults because in adults everything is so serious and when you've got a sick child they're not brooding about their illness they just want to know when they can get back to playing football yeah. or you know yeah. so they, it's, it's very different they just get on with it yeah it's amazing. Poor old T's. Poor old T's. Like, she's been looking after kids for a long time and she had to look after me when I was 14. We were only reminiscing about the time that my mum and dad went away on holidays for, I think, a week or something like that. And left me. And left <laughs> poor old T. And I ended up having a house party. <laughs> oh, you're very good to me, though, because you've, like, I got, I got in trouble that night. But uh, do you know what my mistake was? Do you remember what my mistake was? Not just that, that you called the landline, you called the house phone. Because uh, I basically, <laughs> I, I told you I was going to Skyfest to watch the fireworks display in town. <laughs> you called the house phone. Sure, I was drunk. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> and they're like, Stephen, where are you? I'm at Skyfest! <laughs> I rang the bloody landline, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a saint. So that's it. It was a lovely day. Myself, Fred and Julie really enjoyed our trip around Temple Street Children's Hospital. Um, I hope you enjoyed uh, hearing about the work that they do. If you have kids, I'm sure you'll appreciate the important work that they do. And if you don't have kids, you know, kids are the future. They're the ones that we got to look after. They're going to be looking after the world and they're going to be the future Ireland or future Europe or whatever. Uh, we really got to look after them. And uh, I'm very thankful um, that my daughter hasn't had to visit there yet. But I'm thankful for the work that the people in Temple Street Children Ho- Children's Hospital do. And I'm thankful that I got to go up there. Uh, when you see something... Like that, it really puts uh, your world into perspective on what's important and what is not important. Um, Listen, you can support the hospital, help them to raise funds by simply buying some tickets to go and see a brilliant night of stand-up comedy. You've got the top comedians in the country are going to be performing, and then there's me. But You've got Joanne McNally, Eric Lawler, Carl Spain, Fred Cook. You know, all these guys are coming, Bernard O'Shea, giving up their time for free um, to perform uh, and raise money for the show. Tickets are available on Ticketmaster.ie, as Angie said. I'm pretty sure they're available if you want to go to VicarStreet.com as well. Um, but do, please do get your tickets. Tell your mates about it. Enjoy a brilliant night out. And um, thanks for listening to this special episode. Ciao! ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 